Welcome to Tan Chic Podcast. Hi, welcome to another Tan Chic Podcast. My name is Twin. And I am Trey. Thank you so much for listening. This is our third podcast. And today... Third strong. Yeah, going strong. We have like a... For half a viewer or <laughs> half a listener or something. I know, yeah, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so today's topic is going to be culture. And, uh, Trey, what about culture? Um, well, I guess culture in general, I guess my, my question would be, are we supporters of cultures, different types of cultures, or are we consumers of culture? Hmm, I think, um, I think there's a, there's a dominant culture that we perpetuate, like we're all vehicles of a, of a certain culture, like, uh, we have various different types of culture, like there's, um, Asian culture and there's African culture, which isn't so different, but we perceive it as something extremely different, but as you go through, like, school and as you watch mass media, you tend to, or people, you know, just like, people like me, tend to gravitate towards the mainstream because you want to fit in because you don't want to be extremely different you don't want to stand out too much but as you get older you try to um become more individual especially in like western culture words but the thing is with you know everyone is trying to be an individual so in turn yeah by everybody doing that then everyone's just kind of so unique <laughs> the same. that you're yeah. the same <laughs> yeah um and you said that if we're supporters of culture like what do you mean like um like 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 i guess knowing that it that it exists and not um i can't even think of the word that's okay take your time not exploiting um the cultures and like you brought up with media do you think media today kind of exploits asian culture african culture latino culture I think it makes its own form of what it perceives to be that culture. Does that make sense? Like, there's a certain perception of Asian culture that it carries on. That, yeah. That, that it isn't real Asian culture. It's not real African culture. Like, if you want real Asian culture, you would... You would go to Asia. You would, like, go outside or, like, meet the people in your neighborhood yeah. or something, you know? But we have this idea that it's a foreign... It's foreign from us. Like, it's so extremely different that, uh, that, I don't know, it's just, it's cartoonish, you know? So I just, uh, that's what I, that's what I think. So, like you said, we think it's so foreign, but in turn, you know, we have the media and also retail stores like Urban Outfitters or Forever 21 or Mm H&M that kind of... I don't know, take... Exploit it. Yeah, exploit it. Take product from exploited. that culture. It's so. definitely exploiting. It's, uh... It's taking... It's it's our dominant culture. Taking, a A, a lesser power... I don't know. A minority. A minority power, culture. Yeah. And, um... Uh, and selling it for, for profit. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear a lot of arguments that, uh... That we're actually supporting that culture by purchasing items from that culture. Do you hear that too? Like we're, you know, like I'm not wearing it to 
to appropriate it, I'm wearing it because I um, I love your culture so much. <laughs> like, I, I don't really know what that means because it's not, you don't understand the historical background, you don't understand yeah. the meaning behind it because you, you're you just buying it for, for fashion, so which it's like, is in turn kind of meaningless. So you're saying, like, for example, a white guy like wearing a daishiki cloth or something like that. That's and cultural his, appropriation. And yeah. his... <laughs> and his excuse would be, you know, I love, I'm just appreciating I'm just, your culture. I really just love, love your culture. culture so much. Yeah, yeah I would, that's exactly what I'm saying. That we're exploiting it because we are making a profit. We, as in the mainstream, we, as in the dominant culture, because we're, I don't know, it's just, you, you're not, it's not like you're giving it back to mm-hmm. the culture that you're you know, taking it from. Yeah, in no way does it benefit. Yeah, you're right. Does it benefit the culture? Yeah. And if you're really appreciating it, you would actually go to, I don't know, um, the place and buy it from them directly. Yeah. You know? Uh, there was also something that someone brought up before, which was because... Everything's made in China. Mm-hmm. Say you were to buy like chopsticks or something that were made in China, and um, or I don't know a Chinese dress that was made in China. Wouldn't you say that you are technically you're like giving back to that culture because you're buying because that you're item buying. of clothing <laughs> that was made in that country? Isn't that interesting? Uh, do people actually? People have said that to me. Really? Yeah. I think that's a little. It's a little silly. It's a little much because it is exploiting. Because yeah. we we're going into these places and yeah. exploiting labor. Yeah, I don't think that benefits the spiritually. Yeah, it's not. the people that that make the clothes where they yeah. get like a, a penny, <laughs> a penny an hour or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's a interesting topic, the culture, and whether or not we're doing these things because. You know, we're all for it. We're all for different cultures and exploring and experimenting all these different and new things. But in turn, we're still kind of, you know, exploiting it. And it's also like through media with stereotypes of, you know, what this culture is and um, what they do and how they go about, you know, their lives. Um, I think it's a little unfair to you know, the cultures. And like you said, if, if you want to know really, you know, what a different culture is about, you would go and, you know, talk to them, hang out with them, not buy a piece of cloth mm-hmm. that was, that's, I don't know, not necessarily originated, but it's basically a ripped off idea of, you know, yeah. where it actually came from. Yeah. Poor man's culture. Yeah. That's, that's what you like. It's what I like to call it. It's what we like to call it. Poor man's culture. Poor man's culture. PMC. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a drug. Mm, okay, let's see. So, what else about culture? That Obviously, we're not supporting it by um, supporting the diverse culture by purchasing it. Because you can't just purchase culture. It can be a token I th- I of think culture, that's what... but it's not. And that's what... I'm talking about like, consuming it. I think, that's, yeah. I think that nowadays, that's what people kind of see that as is like you know appreciating different cultures by buying the product and that's not necessarily um, 
how it rolls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think when you purchase, uh, like, an item of clothing without a Native, Native American print, I don't think when you're purchasing it, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to be appreciating Native American culture by buying this item of clothing. I think you're... But uh, there are some people that think that. And then there are also people true. who are like, this looks fantastic. Yeah, I feel like there's <laughs> more people that are like, this looks amazing on me, and uh, take it more as a fashion statement than... Um, and use the the culture excuse as a reason well, culture why they bought is, it. Culture is not a fashion statement. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It really isn't. And that goes back to the question of fashion and the fact that it's constantly changing. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You know. <laughs> I can attest. I can attest. So it's. I feel like um, people could say that about anything, really, like a historical item or I don't know uh, a piece of clothing that had like history mm-hmm. like I don't know your jeans goes all the way back to European times like wouldn't you say that uh, the clothes that you're wearing now are you culturally appropriating them from Europeans or yeah. or white people so basically are you saying <laughs> that by wearing Do I dress your, like a white <laughs> yeah, by wearing your, your your college shirt and cardigans and your uh your jeans do you would you say that you're culturally appropriating or exploiting their culture because it's not originally <laughs> your culture quote unquote oh that's it's tricky but it's not tricky at the same time I don't think I'm exploiting the culture I'm wearing it because like you said and it goes back to the fashion thing because it looks great on me and I, mm-hmm. you know, if something looked good on me, I want to buy it. And I don't think when I buy things or when I purchase clothing, I'm doing it for a culture reason. I'm doing it because you know I like it mm-hmm. and I want to purchase it. But can anyone say that about anything? No, not at all. I mean, so you wouldn't say that these jeans or like the shirt or like any item of clothing that you have is uh, is a representation like a, is a European or a token. Based. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I'm not sure exactly. Like, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, like I don't. I don't know that but, where. But like the, the origin of about... chino jeans and yeah. cardigans and pea coats. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely in the back of my mind when I purchase these things. It's like, well, am I supposed to dress like a black person? What does that, what even does that mean? mean exactly? So, what does that even mean? and that's the same. Like, if, am I supposed to dress like an Asian person? If or there's a, a typical person? Asian person, if there's a typical black person, there's definitely a typical white person. Totally, totally. So, so whenever someone tells me that I'm a typical Asian, I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, I actually heard going off topic. Someone, some dude, I was he was saying something. I wasn't really paying attention to him, but he said the only thing I. I heard or caught my attention and he's like typical black dude and I was sitting in the back of the car mm. with my friend and I was Ugh. like I was getting ready to you know lash out uh-huh. like, what do you mean and you know yeah. you strangle him but then in your head you're <laughs> like I'm gonna tweet about this later <laughs> totally gonna tweet about it I don't, I don't think I did but talk I had about it on your blog I had to refrain myself from scratching his eyeballs out yeah and from base for I had to refrain myself from Grilling him and giving him a, a schooling on, you know, all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I think it's really silly how people can kind of be like, oh, you're just a typical black guy or typical or, white guy. Um, I'd know? even see you as black. Yeah. I'd even consider you Asian, you know, stuff like that. Well, I hate I am. that so much. I am that. Yeah. 
it's, it's it's who I am, but it's not who I am. Does that make yeah. any sense? Like you shouldn't just see color. It's like, yeah, I'm black, you're Asian, or you're white, or you're Latino. But then you are. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's also implying that there's, like, one type of black person. There's yeah. only one type of Asian person. There's no diversity whatsoever well, in, our, in how goes, we act. It goes back to the media and stereotypes. You mm-hmm. know, when people see that on on the tube, you know, they're going to draw a, a general idea of who these people are. So when they go out into the real world, you know, they're going to expect... You know, they're going to view a person by how they saw them on television or... You know, mm-hmm. any other Especially media. if they've never, like, met another exactly. black or Asian person exactly. before. Yeah, I can attest to that going to, you know, a small Catholic school in Lacey, wow. Olympia. You brought that up. I did bring it up. Because <laughs> it's true. I mean, like, I've, I talked to, I mean, most of the students that went there or that go there are, are white, Caucasian. No, it's not Caucasian. It's white. It's white. They're okay. white people, not Caucasian. I don't well, want to go into you know. that. Okay. Okay. So much for being politically correct. But anyways, PC is made by the white man. Okay. And, and basically, you know, some of them told me that you know they never seen a black person before. Mm-hmm. You know, never gone Do to they ask to touch person. your hair? I've been yes. It's been it's happened, but not just there. Just in general. I can walk. Yeah. Th- I can walk down the street here, and people will be like, "Hey, can I touch your hair?" I'm like, no. Do they can't. actually? Does it happen sometimes that they don't ask you and they just go for your hair? They're like, "I forgot that you're a human for a second, so I'm not going <laughs> to ask you." And the social cues just do not apply to me because I want to touch your hair. No, it hasn't gotten that far yet. It's they've asked, and usually I'm like, "No," because that's rule number one: you don't touch a black person's hair. Yeah, you don't touch anybody. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> so what the hell? Yeah, but. It's turning you into, like, a commodity. Like, you're, Basically, like, some it's sort like of I'm a, toy. I'm a caged animal or something. You know, yeah. like I'm at the zoo. It's like, oh, my gosh, look at this. Yeah. Like, I have an afro. Yeah. I want to touch it. It's like a sheep. <laughs> Sheep's hair. So fluffy. But anyways. Yeah. Um, culture. And how I dress. Culture and fashion. Um, Mass media. Yeah. I, I guess to wrap that part up. I don't know. I, I dress, I guess, to because I, you know, enjoy looking mm-hmm. nice. And well, I shouldn't enjoy. have to worry about, you know, oh, am I dressed like a typical black guy? Or will people, you know, be like, oh, he's a white guy because of what he's wearing or something like mm-hmm. that, you know? I shouldn't have to worry about that. But like I said, it's always in the back of my head, mm-hmm. so... It's very unfortunate. Maybe I should just walk around naked. <laughs> or maybe you should just walk around in like typical black clothing. Well, what is that? It's what, silly exactly, that people. That I think it's 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 silly that people would even you know have that description. Mm-hmm. I think it's different because. Um, what's in? Sorry, but what's really sad is that when people, when you ask somebody, you know, what how does a typical black person or Asian person or white person dress, they will be able to tell you exactly how you know more or they less. dress yeah and i think that's unfortunate yeah to draw that that opinion mm-hmm. yeah. well i think it's it's different because um as people of color we are poc in this dominant culture which is western which is you know white mm-hmm. therefore white culture 
we're thrown into the situation where we are powerless, like representational power. We have, you know, little to none. Yeah. And uh, by posing us this question of, are we wearing white people's clothes? And is that a cult- culturally appropriating or cultural appropriation? I think that they're forgetting, again, the imbalance in how, uh, because we're a minority group, we are forced to assimilate and give up our culture, you know, for yeah. this other culture. So, well, that I don't go, think that, that goes we're back to all the way, to, that goes back all the way to, you know, slavery. And yeah. Because you, you were taking from your yeah. home and you were put in this place that you didn't want to be in, you know, just like Asian people and just like uh, Mexicans or not, Chicanos. Really depends. Um, for, for Chicanos, they really had no choice because my, um, uh, my professor says this a lot and that's, uh, the, we didn't cross the border. The border crossed us mm. because, uh, originally New Mexico, Texas, and uh, like Southern California was part of Mexico yeah. until, um. I'm off with my history, but a treaty happened or something happened or like, (laughs) you know, and for Asians, uh, it really depends on what group, but most groups have, uh, because of economic political reasons, they've had to flee from their countries to the United States and for, for Africans and blacks. Yeah. Slaves. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well... So I don't think you should worry too much about dressing like a white person. And if anybody poses that question to you, just be like, uh, look around you. Yeah. There's white people everywhere. Like I'm kind of, it's kind of like a million to like a small group. Basically. You know, the power is completely different. Well, it hasn't happened in a while. So I guess there's some progress being made. Yeah. But, you know. I don't think they've thought that far ahead. I put, <laughs> I, yet, um, so I was telling you that I was listening to this podcast by this comedian called Baron Vaughn. His yes. name is Baron Vaughn. Baron He's Vaughn. Also called Baron Vaughn. Okay. Baron is first name. Vaughn is his last name. <laughs> and he has this joke. It's called the black test, I think. And, uh, it goes like for, for people who aren't supposed to be here. For people of color, what it means to be, like, a person of color. Even we don't know what it means to be a person of color. Yeah. And that's... uh, That's the joke, I guess. So you're saying that people of color don't know what it means to be people of color? Yeah, and that's um, the reason why we go through this identity crisis. And that's why we uh, have all this self-hate, you know, because you don't have... You don't have like a role model. You don't. You don't see yourself in like TV. You don't uh, feel like you should be here. You know because your culture is foreign. Because people look at you like you're the other, and like you don't belong. You treat you differently because you are different. Exactly. And uh, I just think it's really important to know that. And I, I thought that was a really strong joke slash, you know, truth. Yeah. Because um, we really don't know what it means to be people of color. And for white people who, like, go to India to find themselves, like, what do you mean find yourself? Like, look around you. 
<laughs> Look at the TV. There's like, I found you yeah, already. I found tons of you. Yeah. It's on the corner right there. On the bus, at the bus stop. Downtown. Sweet Jesus, downtown. Mm-hmm. He also has other joke, which uh, is not race-centered at all, but um, race-focused at all. And it was, uh, I'm biracial. <laughs> you probably can't tell because, you know, my skin tone is consistent. <laughs> but I'm half black and half empty. Yeah. Because uh, his dad left him when he was younger. Mm. Yeah. That's not the full joke, but I just thought that was just really funny. Just a little snippet. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would your solution be for um, maybe not a solution because you can't just wrap it up in yeah. a nice little package? Yeah. No happy endings or anything like that. Yeah. So because uh, you still have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. What would your solution be for people who um, have never met a black, Asian, Latino person before and uh, meet one? How should they? How should they interact? How should they, how should they react? Um, I mean, they want to get to know your culture, right? Clear, yeah. I don't know. React to them in the most appropriate way. You know, just like... Like a person. Yeah. They're people. Yeah, like, don't be... Don't see, you know, just color or skin tone, you know? But don't not see But don't color. not see it. Yeah, but like... <laughs> acknowledge that it's there but at the same time don't like just use that as the only thing that you're using when you're talking to that person like don't try so hard not to be racist because that is (laughs) racist in turn you're gonna you're being racist because obviously you're acknowledging that they are different from you you're treating them differently yeah and they're gonna they're gonna pick up on that for sure and, you know, to them, there there are no boundaries, so they might say something that's completely out of line. And it's not to say when you first meet them, it's like, tell them, you cannot say the N-word around me, or, you know, you can't use any other racial slurs. Oh my god, so, <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, I was, I was just having this marinade, but I'm thinking... Like a steak. Obviously, I've been thinking, I've been saying that, like, the past two minutes okay so why don't white people use cracker to or like honky to to talk to, to one another or like you know just use to it as that. a term of endearment yeah why don't they use that instead of taking someone else's that's true racially degrading i've i've term. heard white people say you know what's up honky no oh. <laughs> what's up you know to another white person like what's up my n-word but my never N-word. like <laughs> what up, honky? <laughs> but never, I've never heard like, "What's up, my honky?" Or like, "What's up, cracker?" Like, "Oh, it's just chilling, cracker." You know, filling out my tax returns or some shit. <laughs> Riding know. off my vehicle. <laughs> okay, business expense. Yeah, you know, just got a meeting at four o'clock mm-hmm. with my Starbucks venti latte with extra. We should do that. Let's just do that in front of white people. <laughs> what up, honky? <laughs> chilling. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know, actually, because, I don't know, the, the they historical... They just like to take with it? What yeah, is it there? Just like, it's like, you guys are so cool. I don't know, there's not it. enough, there's not enough hatred behind that word, beyond honky or, or cracker. It sounds like so much fun, like, honky. Be, you know, honky, as opposed cracker, to... Saltines. Yeah. <laughs> saltines, salty, plain, flavorless, crackless. Cultureless. 
crackers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. You should ask a white person. <laughs> we should bring a white person on here. Do you know any white people? I know. I know. I know some white people. I don't know how self-aware they are, though. <laughs> well, because they know. might just start being make it into like this whole racial thing. Which it is, but well, yeah, at the same it's time, total, like, whoa, yeah. I didn't want to see how bigoted you are Yeah. in the first 15 minutes of this podcast. Well, like, I, I was hoping we could just, like, get into it, like, slowly. Yeah. Well, expose yourself that. Well, perhaps next episode or sometime in the future if we continue doing this. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have some guests, yeah, for continue sure. Continue doing this. It's just, uh, we would definitely like to hear from everyone, our yeah. listeners and stuff, if you... Uh, have any ideas or if you have any questions that we should address uh feel free to send us a tumblr message mm. and our tumblr is tan chic t-a-n-c-h-i-c dot tumblr dot com we can use the followers for know. real it's like it's a good it's a good blog you know you for try the most part yeah but um, it would really be nice to you know have some feedback some feedback yeah this is our, our shame our shameless you know promotion for our podcast we're fitting each other's finishing each other's cookies all right (laughs) jesus christ jesus christ jesus buddha Hare krishna all right well i think that just about wraps up our third podcast we're we're doing some big things definitely third podcast of tanjik once again you can follow us on tumblr um Tanchik. Why do I keep saying Tanchik? Tanchik. T A N. pretentious. C H I C. Tumblr. Com. Very well. This podcast is pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, give us a we shout are really out. Pretentious. We are. Give us a shout out. You know, follow. Um, through the Tumblr, you can probably find us on Twitter mm-hmm. or Facebook. I'm not going to say my Twitter name because Twin makes fun of me every time, and I don't want to spell it out because it's long anyways uh (laughs) thank you so much for listening yeah and uh have a rainy rainy day yeah